0: Good evening, Manadoc Region, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Go Mode Tonight. Comedy Podcast! How is everybody this evening? We're coming at you on Midsummer's Eve today when this episode is released. We're here once more in the Space Lounge, and I'm your host, Christopher DiLoretto here with my lovely co-host, Zoe roten And we're very pleased to be here. We have been just working out tremendous technical difficulties. This is a running theme with this program. Uh, it's and
1: running our theme with, with I how I couldn't uh, edit our email and MailChimp last week.
0: We've been Could cursed.
1: Start a pie, yeah.
0: We've been cursed. I
1: don't think Mercury is even retrograde. But we
0: know how to beat curses. So whoever is, is working their malevolence out there, uh, we got you. We see you. We'll be, we'll be coming back. Um, but right now things have alleviated. And, um, but you know, I mean, like a, a lot of things have been going on lately and, um, in, 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 you know, a lot of different areas. And, uh, you know, before we directly address, obviously, like the, the clear number one issue that we have, I'd like to read a little poem if that's all right, that I've written uh, in, in response to some recent events. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Guess who's back? Back again. Shady's back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? 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 I've created a monster because nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want Shady on chopped liver. Well, if you want Shady, this is what I'll give you. A little bit of weed mixed with some hard liquor. Some vodka that'll jumpstart my heart quicker than a shock when I get shocked at the hospital by the doctor when I'm not cooperating, when I'm rocking the table while he's operating. You waited this long. Now stop debating because I'm back. I'm on the rag and ovulating. I know that you got a job, Miss Cheney but your husband's heart problems complicating. So, Elaine Marie won't let me be, or let me be me, so let me see. They try to shut me down in the Peterborough Facebook group, but it feels so empty without me. All right. Oh. Thank
1: you. Is that, is that the one that they're going to put on the plaque at usual the Pines?
0: Yes, it is, <laughs> yes, poetry <laughs> at the Pines, yes, all right. All, all, do apologies to our our friend, Marshall Mathers, poet of a generation. Uh, but uh, as some of you might guess, I'm alluding to the fact that I have been once again unceremoniously removed from the Peterborough Facebook group. It was about bears. It did involve the town idiot, Elaine Marie. Um, and... You know, I, I got I got booted basically for calling her that. But see, you know, I I, I definitely said you know a bunch of mean things that were um, you know against the code, right? But I only did so in response to many many other people also acting against the code in concert mm. against me because they like animals more than people. They don't like justice. They don't believe in equality for human beings. They don't believe in justice or liberty or prosperity or, you know, human creativity or freedom. They just want animals. They don't want us to live here. They think this is the bear's home and that none of us belong here and it's our fault. Everything's our fault. People are bad. A lot of people saying people are bad. But specifically, you know, they think that I, even as far as people go, I'm very bad.
1: Probably the worst.
0: Probably the worst. And they said as much. But Don Sykes, who's a dickhead, decided um, that my violations were somehow worse than their violations. Or or really, really what happened is it was decided that my violations should be enforced, you know, whereas uh, the, the others were not. And you know, you know, you know. Here's the fucking thing, though, is that you... Even in a in a private Facebook group, when there's like anything at stake, right? When there's any potential losses that, that could come about from something like this, inconsistent application of the rules in a case where someone could lose something is a liability. It's a liability. Do you hear that, mods? Do you hear that, Don? You know. And, and Rhiannon, I know you didn't do it, but like, you know, it's, you guys are a team. And I'm coming back to the group because we don't have, have to like litigate, right? I mean, we don't, you know, but there's, there's definitely like losses involved here, you know, and there's definitely discrimination and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's unjust, it's political. It's, uh, it's not misogynistic, but it is misanthropist, and um, and I'm, you know, I'm on the side of people. I'm on the side of human beings, and I will never be ashamed to stand up for my fellow person. We're not going to say fellow man on this program anymore. My fellow person, fellow human, and um, yeah, this is ridiculous. So, you know, we can... I was
1: gonna say like back up because I actually didn't see all of the comments mm. I, I saw the thread, I saw some of what happened, but there was a lot that I missed and that seems to have disappeared or was deleted and so
0: well, you know it all happened because everybody was picking on this poor woman who made a post about how the bears had come for her chickens and had eaten them,
1: which has happened to me. it's you know that when you raise chickens you're gonna have losses most likely, but it's still never a fun thing. And a right. and and a bear is like it's it, they're they're extreme because they will like rip into a coop. It's like it's one thing if you if a fox grabs a chicken running around in the yard or like I don't know. But a bear will like tear it down. And it, it I don't know if you've ever had anything stolen from your house, but it's it's more similar it's a to violation that feeling. It is a it is fucking I mean, violation. It, is. it feels really shocking.
0: Yes. And so there seems to be a view among some, I don't think this is a prevailing view, but like that that people in town who have chickens are are well in fact, I mean this was explicitly said, this wasn't just a feeling, this was something that was said to me uh about both the original poster and myself by implication, which again would be a violation of the group's rules, uh was that that you know, people who have chickens are basically just dilettants who are but you know, make believe farmers and you know, therefore, it's fine if our chickens get destroyed mm-hmm. by other animals, which is really a fucked up way to think. I mean, that's really super bizarre. You know, and it, I mean, frankly, it's bizarre to say this was their home first and we took it. Like that's that's not a thing, guys. That's not that's not real. You know, like the bears are here because we are here. There, that's why there's so many bears, and because we don't shoot them anymore. You know, there used to be less bears because the hunting was expanded right and in recent years they have innovated to learn how to get bird feeders to learn how to get chickens and the chicken thing seems to really have only happened in the last couple of years they used to steal chickens food i mean i remember because i am for better or worse a student of the peterborough facebook group but like a couple years ago when this started happening most longtime chicken owners would comment back on a post like this and say bears never do that bears don't eat chickens they don't do it they won't do it. They just want the food. And people would be like, no way. It happened to you.
1: Well, yeah, I, I had uh, the same chicken coop in Francistown in the middle of the woods in a, in a house where I often saw bears walking around along the street in the woods. I mean, seeing bears at that house was common. Not one time did they break into the coop. It was only here in Peterborough. The bear. The first time I had a bear break in, they were only going after the food, and the ch- they left the chickens alone. And the next year, they broke in a different way, and and they were there for the chickens. That bear sat there and like ate nine chickens in one sitting. But, I they mean, learned. Yeah.
0: They figured it. out They figured out how to do that, and that's bad. That's that's not just bad for us, but it's bad for them. Because listen, guys, it might take another ten or fifteen years, but this is going to happen. And then I hope. You guys remember my word and they like, say, Oh shit, Chris was right again. But like we're we're gonna come to a point where like everyone's gonna recognize that we actually have to do something to reduce the bear population. And that it that it isn't just bring in your bird feeders. Now, listen, I made a comment a minute ago about the bird feeder thing, and like some of you are probably listening being like, Oh, bears have done that since time immemorial. No, 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 no. If I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes. But if not, you've got Google too. It's a Boston Globe article I read not that long ago that explained actually. How the goddamn bear scientists can tell you exactly when they figured out how to get in, that that bird feeders contained food for them. And it was like 25 years ago. It was like 30 years ago. Like this is new. This is like practically a 21st century thing only for bears. The bird feeders alone, never mind this chicken shit that they, uh, you know, are now into. And... Look, they're scavengers, guys. They're sca- even even people are like, no, they, they hunt bears. Not really. I mean, they hunt deers. You know, like, not really. Like, they, they come up, they do eat deer, like, when the deer is weak and when the deer is easy for them to get. You know, they go for the easy food. And that's why they, they like to live around human civilizations in general, because we are a source of a lot of easy food. Now, the more this continues without any sort of change in our behavior to mitigate the bear population, because we can't stop existing, you know. Like we we can't. And God Almighty, this is fucking New Hampshire, right? And you're gonna make the argument that people don't have the right to have animals in their land? And it's
1: also it's it's very strange because I I would bet that a lot of the people who are pro bear in this argument are also pro honeybees it's pro local food like I don't know where you think that comes from but some of it is from relatively small scale chicken operations I mean I saw I saw somebody on that post who had about a hundred chickens and had lost had lost 80 percent of them like that's that's, that's messed up
0: that that we
1: that's a that's a small entrepreneur i mean we we have more eggs than we can eat mm-hmm. just from our like tiny backyard flock that's not really dilettante farming that's like legitimate food that we're producing
0: it's a rather insulting and unkind and 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 as I continue to point out very not native to the culture of this area um thing and and a lot of people will try to claim like Well, only the city people would want to get rid of the bears. And, like, why don't you read just, like, a tiny bit of history of this area? Why don't you read about why Monadnock is bald on the top? And tell me if there's a rich tradition of preserving wildlife in the area. And then somebody's going to bring up the Abenaki and how the natives lived in perfect harmony with the bears and all this stuff. But if you actually read about how the Abenaki lived, They didn't live, they lived in seasonal settlements that they would unpack and they would move to a different place very regularly. And that is not the kind of thing that is sufficient to attract and sustain a growing and large bear population. It's simply apples and oranges. It can't be compared. Unless, and and granted, many people do want to argue this. And you know what? I'm not going to say why, but this is a free country. So you can think that if you want to, but uh, we aren't going to dismantle our civilization and return to like hunter-gathering. We're we're not going to do that. That's that's not a thing that most people want to do. That's not a thing that more than even a tiny fraction of people really want to. Do. You don't want to do it either if but you actually even, knew it was involved.
1: The Abenaki did grow corn. Sure. And and I mean, from what I've read, it, it was a it was a job to keep the animals out of their cornfields. Like that was their food. They had they had guards posted to keep the animals out of it
0: they sure as shit were not like well bears you know cuz i'm sure you all believe that you know in in the the noble savage right they were like oh great bears this is your home too you may have our corn because we are intruding on your territory no they fucking did it that is not what happened
1: <laughs> like well also what brought that that example to mind about the abenaki and the corn is that I think it may have been Elaine herself in that post had a picture of her corn patch and said she didn't mind if the bears came and ate it. And I just, I just think
0: that's that's weird. mentally ill. Like, that's bizarre. Like, that's not, that does not bear any resemblance to, like, any way of life that humans have ever had. And listen, listen, I am nice to animals, okay? I act, uh... Very extreme on this issue because I'd like to call attention to it because I would like to uh, challenge people's opinions about the fact that, like, we, we must leave nature alone and all this stuff. Human beings have never left nature alone. That is why we're alive, okay? That's why we're here. That's why we have anything that we have. And maybe you hate people and all that stuff. But you know what? If you hate people and all this stuff, shut the fuck up. Okay? you Maybe you shouldn't have a say in what the people do or how people live, right? You hate people anyways, okay? So, like, you're kind of disqualified. Like, that's not a political position in the realm of human politics. Oh, yeah, you know, maybe we should just die. Maybe we should just go away. You know, fade off into like The world would be better if it was just the animals. Like, you're an idiot. Like, don't, like... Don't be like messing with the serious people with that shit. You know, like we've got stuff to do. You know, stay the fuck out if that's the way that you think. You're not welcome. That's not part of human discourse, okay? Like, God Almighty! Like, you're all a bunch of like, what was that? Like, animal liberate the the uh, no, Earth yeah. Liberation Front. Uh, they,
1: yeah, animal liberation front.
0: You know, like they used to like set labs on fire and like Which, you know.
1: But that's so bizarre though because. Because I don't think any of these people would say we should all go hardcore vegan, right? Yeah. And so if you follow the logic of, like, no one should have chickens, then you're left with factory farms. It, you know what I mean? Like, you're left with the big metal buildings full of chickens on an industrial scale if if we can't have them in our backyards safe from, from wildlife. I, you know what
0: I mean? And, guys, with the changes that are coming in the world, I promise you, I promise you that there will only be more people seeking to mitigate those changes by, like, growing their own food. And we purport to be a community in an area in a state that, like, favors people doing that, right? And that means that there are animals that will die, okay? Like you guys love nature, right? But like, no, you don't, because you don't know anything about it. Because nature is ugly and vicious and and apathetic and like uncaring and like it kills. Nature kills. It is filled with death. And like and, and, and one day it comes for us, okay? We will be eaten in turn. Like like all living things feed off of dead other living things like uh, this just like how it works and like you know you didn't used to have to explain this to people but like we do now we didn't used to have to explain that like if human interests and animal interests come into conflict they're not equal they don't hold equal weight they just don't like that's a fact like you guys are nuts like what what happened to everybody like everybody be. and like what i was one thing i was saying on that post was that i was like you are all just like the goddamn unabomber you know who just hanged himself in his cell but like Maybe many of you have not read his manifesto, but I have, and you sure sound a lot like him. You don't want there to be industrial civilization. You don't want it to exist. You think it should go away, and you know, fine, move to a a cabin and start mailing people bombs. You know what I mean? That's what happens to people who think like that. You know, and then they end up in dead in the supermax. Okay, that's the path that you're following down. You know, but then again, you guys are also the same people who take life advice from a chef who killed himself, alright? So, like, you know, you guys don't know where to look, alright? But, like, I, I'm, you know, I, like, but I'm sick of this. This is bullshit. This is unserious. This is childish, okay? I to have a serious conversation about it. I, Like I said, I like the animals. I don't, I don't truly want all the bears dead. I say that to get your attention, okay? But what we do need to talk about is the fact that, like, as we continue to do what we're doing, the bears are going to increase. And as the bears increase, negative incidents are going to increase. And those increase in negative incidents are going to eventually demand that something more drastic be done. We're we're gonna get there. Like and I want to talk about that because we're gonna have to talk about it. That's that's just how the fuck it is. And I'm sorry that you know, I can't I can't paint you a prettier picture, but like. That is the world that we're all alive in and walking on right now. Like, and you can't do anything about that. So can we please just talk about it? You know, I I mean, I like civilization. Okay. I like bears too. That's great. But if they're eating everybody's shit, we need to do something so that like they know that it's not an easy thing to do. And they clearly learn and they clearly weren't doing this when we were shooting more of them. You know? this is this is there's not really two paths on this like it's it's just it's just what it is like we deserve our town and our property and our this is our territory i assure you it does not belong to anyone else right now someday maybe it will because people are always displaced in this world but and we will be dead right but for now today this is ours okay and it's not any it doesn't belong to the animals, like we're not sharing it with Gaia or like you know the ancestors or whatever, okay we own it all right we or we steward it or whatever we we lease it while we're alive, okay, and we have to deal with it on its own terms, not the terms that we would like to impose upon it. That's just called being an adult we are
1: we are trying the electric fence path. Which yeah, we are. I don't even don't own a gun, bears. guys.
0: I don't you know, I talk about how I'm going to shoot bears, okay? Like I don't even have a fucking gun, all right? Like we're we're going to do the electric fence, but just be honest.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, hopefully that will work and the bears will get their noses zapped and they'll stop craving chicken flesh. Tell you what. That's what I hope. But speaking of electric fences and bears, um there was this quiz
0: oh, New York in Times. the New York
1: Times that was, would you survive a bear attack? And we both took it and, and we squared the same. Squared the same. So that's, that is promising. But I, there were things that I didn't know that I learned from this quiz and polar bears. Like, I'm just glad we don't have those. That's all I have to say. You gotta so,
0: shoot the polar bears. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, there was a question about what do you need to bring camping with you? If you're going to be camping in polar bear territory. And it was like, an early warning system like to alert you that they're coming and like a portable electric fence for camping. And I'm just like, maybe I don't ever want to camp there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Cause
1: I don't think I'm going to need to take an electric fence camping. I'll well, set it up in the yard for the chickens, but that's a bit much.
0: I'll give you a little ancient Abenaki wisdom about polar bears, which is to say very, very ancient saying the only good polar bear is on a Coca-Cola can mm. at Christmas time. So uh, I'm coming back to the group. You guys can decide when and on what terms, but um, your move. You have you have a short amount of time before I run out of patience. So so it shall be. Um, but, you know, and on more positive fronts, though, we continue to experience some, you know, just very, very positive fruits of the region, um, if we might say so. Um, excuse me. So a couple uh, weeks ago, we went to this place and I, I returned on Father's Day with my son yesterday or yeah, yesterday.
1: Yesterday. Yeah.
0: Limited. Right. In terms like you got to you got to get there. Right. This is Sundays from 11 to 4.
1: Is it 4 or is it 3? 11 to 3. I think it's 3. 11 to 3. Don't, show, it, up at don't three. show up at 3. Don't show up at 3. Yeah. In fact,
0: get there as early as you can because, you know, once once this stuff runs out, it's up. But I am talking, of course, about Yala Lebanese food truck. One day a week, four hours. Go there. Go get it. Go get it. This is at the intersection of 202 and 119 in Ringe, town of the future, of course, right? And it's at the, uh, at the gas station there. Irving? I think it's an Irving donut for sure. Irving mobile something. That across the street from the Dunkin' Donuts.
1: You'll see it. They have a big flag that says Lebanese food.
0: It's awesome. Guys, I'm like I I talk all the time about like the the real thing that we need around here. I mean like and I just I, I just I wanna I want nature to take me when I hear people be like, you know, what we could use is a noodle joint, you know? No, you know what we need is some real food, which is Middle Eastern. Okay, this is delicious, and this is this is what we need. We need it more than once a week, but it's only there once a week, so take it while you can get it. Simple menu, right? Um, you got the beef shawarma, you've got uh, the lamb kofta. Um, you have uh, the chicken something or other, which I never eat chicken, so I don't pay attention to what it's called. Um, the the uh, falafel.
1: That's how much he loves chickens.
0: Yes, I know. I do Yes, I yes exactly. I love them so much that not only do I want not want the bears to eat them, I don't want to eat them either. Um, but I'll take their eggs. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, falafel, falafel. Uh, hummus. They have a zatar pita. You know, so just like. The simple shawarma stuff, right? And let me tell you, I've had the beef and I've had the lamb. It's to die for. It's just show up with cash. It's cash only. But go to this place. We need more of this. It is absolutely phenomenal. I was instantly transported far away and reminded exactly, you know, we do have some good food around here, but exactly of what we're missing. You know, mm. we we just, this is, this is food with, with heart, you know, with soul, yeah. you know. Um, with with passion. Agreed. Yeah, and, and I, so
1: I really want to try the falafel. I'm like
0: drooling a little. I actually, yeah, I'm surprised we haven't gotten the falafel yet. Well, it was um, sold
1: out. You said when you went yesterday.
0: That's true. But what about the time before that?
1: I think we were just like there for the shawarma. There for the shawarma. Didn't even. The shawarma is it.
0: delicious. My son liked <laughs> the shawarma. Um, it's yeah, it's oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, just run down there. Nicest people in the world, and they make. A mean shawarma. It's awesome. It's awesome. Excuse me. Um, we're also pleased to uh, mention just, you know, some additional shout outs to some places we called out last time.
1: Yes. Um, we returned to the wine bar. We needed to uh, try out a flight, which we did.
0: Yes. They didn't have flights yet the first time we went over there.
1: But the, the, the flight was a great way yeah, great. To, to try out a couple of things that we might not have tried. And, you know, there were some that were not our top favorites. But but they, they were can, unique. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad to know about them. Yeah, totally. You know? glad to totally. know about them. I'm glad to taste them, but yeah. them, but without having a full glass, you know. Yeah. Like it helps you decide what you want your, like, full glass to be uh, after you taste the flight, the flight menu. But the um the biggest change was the music.
0: What did we have? We had some some kind of like '40s uh, like big band, yeah. uh, you know, jazz kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it was perfect, perfect. Right, right on, right on. Love and it. wait, don't forget the dessert. Oh, I this didn't. Time, I didn't. Yeah. This time we last time we just you know we got a bunch of the you know the, the regular snacks, but this time we were like we had already eaten and we were like you know let's try dessert. Look, so I ordered this lava, right, and it's it's a cake.
1: In it's it. a cake, but when you think of a lava cake, you think of like chocolate, like chocolate on chocolate on chocolate. This was like the non-chocolate version of a lava cake. It was like a spongy cake with caramel in the middle and lots of caramel. Strawberry ice cream, strawberry gelato, gelato and there, like yeah. another topping?
0: Something like that. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Maybe just
1: more caramel drizzle. I don't remember, but it was really good. Guys, maybe. I don't even
0: eat cake. I don't even like cake. True. I don't even like cake. <laughs> And this was, like, one of the best things I've ever had, like, as far as dessert goes. Like, it was it was just to die for. Um, the,
1: it had, I mean this in, like, the best, like, in a very good way. There's something about the taste of the cake that reminded me of, like, McDonald's hotcakes as a young child going to the beach in the, like, making a McDonald's stop in the morning. And it was just, like, something about that flavor and that essence of, like, anticipation of summer travel that just, like, hit me.
0: Yeah, and I agree, because it it, it did taste like that, in, like, the best, like, most elevated.
1: Yes, I don't transcend- mean that to sound cheap. Yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Sound like- to be clear.
0: But, like, but, but imagine your own memories of those hotcakes, right? And now imagine that transcendent, you know? And
1: covered it, with caramel.
0: In its higher form, <laughs> and... While while drinking, you know, wine that is going to transport you to the Mediterranean, where you're gonna look across the water over at Lebanon and dream of the shawarma. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's ah oh man, it's just it's a it's a it's a circle of rich living. Mm-hmm.
1: Could make a whole Sunday out of that.
0: Ah, oh, you sure could. You sure could. So yeah. So again, wine bar, five stars. Um, go there. I I also want to make a comment. We, we talked about, um, new Brady's last time. And, um, (laughs) I just wanted to say, I I haven't been back yet, but, uh, (laughs) I just wanted to appreciate this post that they made, uh, on June 10th, which as far as I know, was like right around the day that like Harlow's closed, you know, for, for to, to become new Harlow's right. And it's, uh, it says, We've got a spicy roast beef melt today with pepper jack, banana peppers, roasted red peppers and horseradish sauce. In the image here which you know I know you can't really see but it's a it, it's a it's a sandwich but it's like photoshopped into a still of uh, of some black and white woods with uh, some words over it that are faint but saying in October of 1994 three student filmmakers disappeared in the woods. Near, you see where I'm going with this? Um, some of you get this joke. Um, the uh, so Blair Rich Project. Uh, nice, nice, nicely done. That, I, I like that. It,
1: Should we explain the joke? Yeah, we can explain day. the
0: joke. So the, I, you know, I, I have, um, you know, very unkindly or uncharitably, not unkindly, but uncharitably, uh, said that one of that there's only a couple good things on the old Harlow's menu. You know, and that like if you if you had a thing that you knew was good, like you knew you wouldn't want to like order off that because you'd be disappointed. But that for me was the Blair Witch sandwich, which is exactly what I just described. <laughs> and it's, it's the it's the that Brady's is stealing the sandwich, uh, but please steal the sandwich. That's not a criticism. That's I think it's brilliant and I think it's wonderful. And um, and I'm sad
1: that we didn't we didn't get it because that was my favorite sandwich.
0: Yeah. But I, I mean, I, hopefully it's not a one-off. You know, you hopefully, never know. Um, we don't know. But I thought I thought that was that was a very very uh, nice little in joke there. Um, I I appreciated it. I wish I too wish we had we had gotten over there to, to have it. But um, I just appreciated the, the the little subtle thing there. But yes. So but Harlow's is closed. You know, I had to laugh. I think it was um I think it was after I got kicked out. So it must have been in the uncensored group. Which, by the way, come over to the Uncensored group. I am actually an admin over there, far from being in exile. Um, they, I'm a, my, my talents are appreciated. And, in fact, my talents are appreciated in the other group, too, just not by the people in charge. It's very undemocratic. Right? And that's why we tend to call that group the tyranny group and the other group the freedom group. right? So come over to the freedom group, Peterborough, New Hampshire, Uncensored, um, because that's really where everything's trending. That's where it's going okay so eventually it's all going to replace that shit and you can you know go to don sykes's kindergarten playground if you need a recommendation for a plumber and no one will answer you you know that's that's obviously the goal so come on over um but um someone made a comment like they went to they showed up at harlow's and they were like why is it closed and i was just so baffled by that because i'm like yo it's basically been closed for like three years you know what I mean like they they can't stay open they they haven't been open they like they're they, <laughs> like they have had no like consistent hours or reasonable hours or sensible hours in 3 years which is true of nobody else um but finally you know we we have we have on this program taken a unapologetic position that the original owner who did make it famous and deserves lots of credit for making it the legendary place that it once was, but clearly didn't care anymore, should sell it so that we could enjoy something in the heart of downtown again and not have it be this like depressing monument to, you know, our epidemic with grouchiness and depression. Right. Um, And so, and so it has come to pass, you know I mean? And that's obviously that's like part one of two, like, you know, part two needs to be that, The, the new Harlow's or whatever, no one, I don't think knows what it may be called. I I assume they wouldn't change the name, but we don't know. We don't know. They could. Um, it needs to be good and most common demand, as everyone knows, is that they need to bring the music back. Yes. And that's the test. If there's no music, it stays dead. It can't, it can't be what it was and other places will take on the mantle and other places are already starting to take on the mantle. So, time is short here for the resurrection, for the Lazarus moment of Harlow's. But but it's possible. And we are optimistic here. We believe it can be done. Totally. Yeah.
1: It would also be nice to say we're open to like past 9? Yeah. Have we had, have we talked about this on the show?
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. But I'll introduce this by saying that my my good friends down in New Jersey. Now, you know, I have a little history with New Jersey, spent a little bit of time there, you know, and, but for those of you who don't know, the, 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 New Jersey diner is, is just a, it's a, it's a big fixture of the culture of that paradise down there. And they were always 24 hours. I mean, it was, it was earth shattering. It was like a, a 7.0 earthquake when they banned smoking in these diners, right? Because this was a place to smoke at all hours, smoke cigarettes, and have uh, French fries with gravy. Um, and, and you could even order alcohol in most of them. And, you know, this is a place, right? And guess what? Because of COVID and because of the, you know, um, shifts in the labor market and all that, they, they, they've effectively seen the demise of the 24-hour diner, which is tragic. But I said to them, guys, guess what, though? Over here, we've seen the demise of anything open at 10 p.m., Or anything that, like, you know, typically most nights of the week, there's only one place that's even open until 10 in the entire town. I mean, Christ, I lived in Troy like a decade ago, right? And there's only one place to drink in Troy, or at least there is, there's more, it's different now. But, you know, there was just the Chinese food restaurant, right? And you could still get a drink in the sleepy town of Troy up until like midnight in those days, right? In Troy, all right? And this is Peterborough with like a million restaurants and nobody can make it work to stay open late. And like I I, I understand that it's business and that that there's monetary calculations and that it's been determined that it's difficult to make it profitable at that time. I understand all that. And and I, I do blame the public for that. You need to get less sleep. Sleep is not important. Cut the shit with the running and the sleep. Go out. Go out. That's what, like, you can't have friends from running and sleeping. Like, I know you think you made friends while running, but they're just other misguided people like yourself. How are you ever going to get dragged out of this funk that you're in? Always running from your life. You know, not know. You need to go out. You need to talk about politics and philosophy and fashion and, like, culture. You need to debate with people at at 11 p.m. Have, having had at least half a drink too much about why the people who think that the idol is like obscene are insane you know and and whether or not that's true right these are the you know this is how you are a well-rounded person like this is how you feel good about yourself this is how you feel like you're not dead or sacrificing yourself for you know retirement or like college funds or whatever the fuck, right go out have a good time you know like put the kids to bed and leave them You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. Like, I don't know. you got video monitors. You all got cameras everywhere in your house. I know that, you know, like you can watch them from your like Apple watch, you know, like for Christ's sakes. like how long is it going to take you to get home if there's a problem, right? Go out, let these places stay open. You know, I mean, this is ridiculous. Like I know we're a sleepy town, but there should be one place open till midnight in every town in America. I know that's, not, that's an exaggeration, but every populated town, any town with a population of more than 5,000 people should have one place open until midnight where you can get a drink. That's civilization. That's like, oh you God. you lose that, that's like you're talking the fall of Rome. You know what I mean? Like, God almighty, we are slipping in so many ways, but we're trying to help. We're trying to help. So go out. Go out. And
1: And there's no place to go you know like
0: we meet in the
1: parking lot of the big Apple well I would like to see I would like
0: a, to see that bar. start happening honestly I, yeah. I would like I would like people to start loitering in inappropriate places until there are legitimate appropriate places for people to go we'll start we'll start because I know some of you are like yeah you first all right I will go first go right to, oh it's it's uh It's 11.43. As soon as we're done with this podcast, I'll drive over to Big Apple. We're going to sit there. I might, You know, I quit smoking a while back, but I might just go buy a pack just so I could smoke one in the parking lot, throw the rest away. It's an expensive $10, $12, whatever they cost now, cigarette. Um, But, you know, for the sake of civilization,
1: small price to pay. I don't know. Maybe they need a picnic table at Big Apple. Alltown has tables. They got tables.
0: Maybe Alltown's a place to hang out. Maybe Alltown's where we hang out. I went over there and got an ox cord the other day. Mm. So
1: get a malt liquor if we can't get a. That's right. That's right. At midnight, we'll drink it
0: out of a paper bag. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how else do you drink a malt liquor?
1: Uh, and there's the way. There's there is only one
0: way. Um, and yeah, I don't know. We gotta we gotta wake up a little bit. Summertime, you know, like. Yeah. Time to party. It's, in fact, so it's Midsummer's Eve, you know, the night when, as Shakespeare taught us, there are magical sprites out there playing tricks on us everywhere. And um, longest day of the year, time for celebration from time immemorial. Again, I know we're talking a lot about civilization here, but this is one of those universal currents uh, in humanity. Um, less so, say, for those people that, those peoples that have lived along the equator because they don't, mm. nothing happens at the summer solstice. <laughs> but for anybody who has seasons, even, even slight seasons, right? The longest day of the year means something, you know, it's a, it's a big deal and it's a big deal for us. We celebrate in a lot of different ways. You know, we, we do some rituals on a, a mystical Hill, you know, we usually have a big party um, maybe a couple of parties couple of little other ritual type things. You know, it's a big deal, it's important. You know, we, um, in our culture, uh, we, we do a pretty decent job with Christmas, I think, if you try, you know, like I, I've said many times before, if you're having a terrible time at Christmas, then you need a consultant and I'm available. But more than that though, because we don't want to rest on our laurels here, we, we ought to be doing uh, an equivalent thing on the other side of the spectrum. You know, it's not just about the shortest day of the year. I mean, come on right i mean like this is this this used to be a much bigger deal and um and we ought to we encourage everyone to um to get into it lean in you know and if if that for you means fourth of july celebrations let them fly you know shoot off those rockets you know what i mean we we do that too you know that's because because that's the closest thing in our culture in, in america anyways uh to a a solstice celebration is the fourth of july and so you know this is, this is the way these things work is that if you – a lot of times things like that will pop up even if you don't actually acknowledge midsummer, right? And so that's what we have. Um, and so lean into that. Use that. Use that to your advantage. It's okay to celebrate the solstice two weeks after the solstice. It's a big season. It's just like Christmas, you know? Like, um, but make the most of these days. This is a big time of the year. This is, this is the time when the year flowers before you. You know, and and when you you truly like we, we it's been building and building and building and building. But you haven't even seen the true nature of what this year has in store. Like when you look back on 2023. Right. Next year, even at the end of this year. Right. But definitely next year, the year after all that stuff. Nothing that you perceive so far is going to be what you remember. It's all to come. It all happens after this moment. But the potential for it all is contained within. Now is just the moment when it all becomes manifest. So be aware of that. It's kind of important, you know, it might make you want to go out. It might make you not want to kill bears, but want to protect the chickens and want to support farmers because, you know, farmers are definitely a big major group that celebrates the solstice and and always has.
1: Yeah, I I have heard recently um, this idea that the summer solstice is like a, a terrible day because after that moment they get short again. Um and i I have like made that joke before in years past, sure,
0: I made reference to it yesterday,
1: did you yeah oh, I don't remember that yeah, um but i i mean i, I i've been I've heard it in earnest a few times yeah. recently um but i i just I don't think that's the point, I think that's missing the point
0: it is missing the point because what what we see on the longest day is a glimpse of the possible, it's a glimpse of the glorious world, you know. Uh some of you out there may be familiar with the um, one of the, if not the greatest Christmas special that exists, which is Christmas Eve on Sesame Street from, I believe, 1979. And, um, you know, there's there's a song in that fine film, uh, and I'm not going to sing it for you today, maybe another time, maybe at Christmas time. Um, but it's called Keep Christmas With You All Through the Year. You know, and it's about like, you know, it's it's about what it sounds like, right? It's about taking, you know, that, that, that oftentimes at Christmas, it, it can, it doesn't always, but like if, if you're doing it right, it brings out the best in you, right? It brings out those warm feelings, those, those longing for the past and that desire to bring the best of the past forward and, and, and on and on beyond, right? And, and family and friends and like gift giving and warm fires and all that, right? And you get that like magical anticipation that you remember from childhood and all that. And you know, the message is, they're like, yes, we experience that in this moment. But if you can take that, you know, peace on earth, goodwill towards men and carry it forward through the year, then, like, you really understand the meaning. Right.
1: That's like the end of the Christmas Carol of A Christmas Carol. Correct. keep Christmas in your heart, you know.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely it is. And so, but I actually think that the um, concept works even better at the summer solstice because we have this moment of the greatest light and uh, before the light begins to dim again. Right. And in this case, what we're saying is take the light with you, you know, and, and it's, I I find it. So obviously you, we've got these like cultural and individual memory, nostalgia associated memories and feelings and warmth around Christmas. Right. And so that's how we, that's how we access that concept, right? But here it's so much more obvious, like it's so much more physically apparent. Like we don't have to like invent stories in a a whole, um, you know, uh, fabled tradition of our culture around it to say, hey, while the light is bright, I ought to store it within, you know, while my spirits are so buoyant and light, like while I feel as fresh as this grass and these flowers you know yes even the wildflowers supporting the bees yes while i feel as like naturally strong and full of life as all of those forms of life and the great giver of life up in the sky right what if i kept that feeling with me even as things started getting darker and that i think is a really good thing whatever we believe Whatever, wherever we stand on the bear issue, wherever we stand on the issue of me getting back into the Facebook group, right? I think that the, that we can all, whatever side of of the of the aisle, you know, RFK voters, you know, like anybody, I think can can benefit from that concept, from from that idea of like. Really, like, using this time to fuel ourselves, to celebrate, to, like, build those bonds. You know, really, in a lot of ways, this is an opportunity to do the same things that I'm talking about with regard to, like, going out and making friends and, like, being at another place and stuff, right? But maybe it's a little bit easier because barbecues usually start during the day. And, like, if you still want to go to bed at 9 o'clock, like a weirdo, you can most of the time, right? You're going to miss probably the best part.
1: When it's still light out.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I know. No, don't do that, please. It's like trying to die early. Like it's like, don't like God. Um, but, but seriously, um, this is, this time is an opportunity to gather with people, to make, to make bonds, to build memories. You know, this is true for your kids. Like this is, you know, don't take this lightly. Um, have that good time and then remember it and store it. And, and, and it, it might just for, it's not going to fix all your problems. And it might just, Fortify you a little bit for like the six months to come, and that's a good thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. How do you keep this kind of good advice out of the Peterborough Facebook group? I, I don't know. It's mind-boggling. It's I
1: a- will. I will. I will shout out to the um, Bennington 4-H Club and the Bennington Rec who are doing the their annual mm-hmm. midsummer St. John's.
0: Oh, cool. Yes, uh, me. I hadn't seen that. Mini
1: festival. Um, yeah, it's going out in the Goman email, um, Great. which will be out also today.
0: Hell yeah. When
1: this episode comes Hell out. Hell yeah. So if you still haven't subscribed to that, then you don't even know all the ways that you could be celebrating and gathering the light. So
0: we're going to get Charlie Chronopolis to sing El Shaddai.
1: And and we'll put it in the email when we do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's going to, he's going to grow a long ponytail first. He told me.
1: Um, but that is not happening this midsummer.
0: Not yet. Unfortunately. Not yet. But
1: yeah, the Bennington Soon. the Bennington four H parade is just like it's so adorable and cute and they have a maple and like strawberry. Did, they, get, did they bag the
0: Temple Band again?
1: Probably. The temple Band
0: comes and they march in their tri cornered hats.
1: Parade. Anyway, this is very one, nice. I like one it. example of like what what we can do even in our like small New Hampshire towns to mm-hmm. like to like seize this season and celebrate it and you know, you can check that out or Whatever else, whatever else whatever gets you else. out there celebrating this week.
0: Whatever else, yeah. A
1: little barbecue does count. But it goes a long way. But there's a goat parade and a maple, mm-hmm. if, if you're inclined.
0: Mm-hmm. And you are absolutely empowered to do your own.
1: That's right, absolutely. As well. It's really easy to make any tree into a maple. There are some instructions in the show notes.
0: Yes, and, and you know, for any of you who are worried right, about about this kind of thing, you probably shouldn't be, but if you are worried about this kind of thing, you can't culturally appropriate from Europeans. It's part of the rules. And these are all European traditions that we're talking about, so have at it. Pillage. Pillage and devour.
1: I did not know that was even a concern.
0: Well, no. this it's is a, Peterborough. Okay. This is definitely people's... Con- any, anything like that, yeah. you know, you gotta worry about. That's a whole other episode all on its own. But um, not this week. Not this week. Uh, so listen, we're going to wrap this up. We'll um, tell you, uh, we'll, we'll get uh, probably one, one normal episode out uh, next week. And then after that, we're going to get into the 4th of July. And then we are going on the road. Goldman Adnock is touring America. We're touring a whole section of the eastern seaboard. And that may result in no full episodes of the program but what we can promise you is that we are going to take you on the road business we are going to provide you with countless video updates to show you what happens when someone from peterborough really goes out into america
1: yeah and we we will visit some of the locations of classic um, go mode tonight uh, Hallmark love stories such as Chartlesburg, Pennsylvania. Hell yeah. General Chartlesburg. That's right. If you recall his his tale of love. I don't fully recall it myself, Me but I do remember Me either,
0: but it, it happened. It did look up happen. that episode. <laughs> We're gonna go there. We're gonna go yeah. there. We're gonna go there. Um we Who knows gotta,
1: what Hallmark stories we'll encounter on the road.
0: We will we will try to bring you at least a Hallmark story every few days. That will be our goal. And uh, so keep an eye out for that. When we come back, um, it'll, it'll be um, basically the latter third of July and we'll be shifting into night market mode. Um, so lots of exciting things to come there. But like I said, we got another week before we uh, go into an unusual schedule, um, in an unusual setting. But uh, we're not leaving you behind. It's like you've been kidnapped. <laughs> um, and taken on a cultural adventure for your own well-being and education and edification.
1: It wouldn't like that?
0: Sometimes we all need to be kidnapped. That's our show for this week. We hope to see you very, very soon. Again, we'll be back next week. Happy Midsummer to you. You know, really, take please t- try to Take some of what I said to heart here, and and don't don't waste this time. It's like wasting Christmas. You only got so many. Look, we we only got you know a few dozen of these at best left to go. Okay, so each one counts, right? Make it count. Even though it's raining this year, it doesn't matter. It's still it's one of the only summers we have left. Every summer I think about this. How many more of these summers do I have? We all something we should all consider. And um, not to get all you know death cafe on everybody, but you know it's a it's, it's fact so please get out there while the sun is still shining while we are alive while we own this land you know let's put it to use let's put ourselves to use and you know we'd love to see you back in the space lounge again very very soon and until that day comes be plenty to draw from you don't have to take all of it but take some of it but please somewhere in there take good advice we will catch you next time much love happy midsummer see you later Watch out for the uh, the Emerson spray.